Hey everybody, Current Timeline Charlie here. I just wanted to take a real quick minute here before our Christmas episode starts to uh, let everyone know that we guest appeared on a couple of fantastic podcasts uh, to help them kind of spread the Christmas cheer. Uh, first off, we went over to our buddies at Flicks and Friends and helped them cover Die Hard. Man, this episode was a lot of fun. Yes, we've covered it here, but I will always take an excuse to go cover it again on another show. Uh, also, fun fact, someone on that episode had not ever seen Die Hard till this year. And no, they're not five years old. So that's going to be interesting for you to listen to. And after that, we also appeared on the show called The Evil Deaths. You may have heard us on here lamenting on you know them kind of goading us into watching Feast. Well, that wound's still fresh right now. Um, Nate has even uh, gone over onto their show and they covered Slime Bolorama. Well, they invited us over for something we've never done before, and that was to cover a short film, literally a 14-minute long film called Treevenge. And let me tell you, this movie had more to it than four hours of Feast had to it. I'm not joking. Uh, we had an absolute blast with those guys over there talking about killer trees at Christmas time. And it, it was it was a hoot, as Pete would say. So just wanted to jump on here, give everybody some current timeline things that are happening in the in the in our world right now for Christmas. So yeah, make sure you go check out those episodes. We had a lot of fun. Again, that's Flicks and Friends and the Evil Deaths. Please go check those guys out and everyone else that, you know, you know, we support on our show and have a lot of fun with. And if you want to stay up with that, make sure you're checking us out over on all our socials on Instagram and Facebook. And without further ado, let's jump into our Christmas episode, Violent Night. Murdoch. I'm coming to get you. Remember Sally when I promised to kill you last? I am by. I am the Lord! Get off my plane. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. John, I'm not gonna shoot you between the eyes. I'm gonna shoot you between the balls. The disease. I'm the cure. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. There can be only one. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. I'm going to kill them all, sir. Merry Christmas and welcome to another episode of Gimme Back My Action Movies, the podcast. I am jolly old St. Charlie, and with me as always are my two elves, my lead elf, hungover Nate, tired Nate. Hey, he looks both. Hey, little bee. <laughs> ho ho ho! Yeah. I decided to be in a Santa character for this episode. Oh, okay. So I, should, I shouldn't have lost. Also, after a night out in the bar, <laughs> where no bar was made. That's right. Just don't puke on the keyboard. That's all I ask. <laughs> it's on him. And beside him is our tech guru, Elf Pete. Hello. <laughs> this I had. So, I have so much fun with this. <clears throat> With this movie, oh my, and I guess my voice is a little messed up too today, so. Well, as everyone probably knows, and we've said it before, we are actually recording these ahead of time, so we are trying to be in a Christmas spirit, and we haven't even got to Thanksgiving yet, but we'll make it work. (laughs) 
Uh, after watching this movie last night, I am totally in the Christmas spirit. Oh. I am hyped. I am ready. We are covering Violent Night. Yes. This came out last year. And let me tell you, I don't think I've been more hyped for a movie after I saw a trailer than I had for this movie right here. Oh, uh, interesting. <laughs> It was mine was the opposite reaction. <laughs> I know I felt like I defended this movie so much last year for people. I'm like, no, this is going to be fantastic. It's going to be great. Everyone else is like, ah, it's going to be dumb. It's going to be stupid. I knew it was 87 North, which is probably one of my favorite films. You know, and I did not when I saw the trailer. So, and uh, I mean, these are the guys that did nobody. They did bullet train. They they're involved with John Wick. I was like, I knew the action pedigree going into this, and I watched this in theaters immediately. I know we're kind of jumping the gun here a bit, but uh, I'm hyped, man. I'm yeah. still riding the high of watching this last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's we have watched so many movies this what week and a half yes just trying to get things prepped up for our I'm holiday i'm still break. trying to get through movies and I'm just i got two more to go tired <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I got half of one to go and i'm good yeah i got two more to go but last night was just charlie smiling the i could feel the smile on my face and not like i'd be watching the movie and then i'd realize like oh shit i'm just smiling this entire movie never picked up my phone um I had watched this in theaters and I purposely have not watched it till till now because nice. I wanted it to be Christmas. I wanted it to be as close to Christmas, but since we're covering it, it worked and it, it did everything I wanted. I was enjoying it just as much as I did in the movie. theater. Excellent. Yeah. So <laughs> tell you what, boys, speaking of movie theater, let's get everybody else in the mood. Maybe give Nate a chance to take a, couple of five hour shots that he thinks are going to stack i need them to stack as soon as possible <laughs> is it how they and, work i don't think oh it's not how they work no, oh, oh today just, this is the only thing that's going to save me it's going to be christmas magic i don't know how it works but here is the violent <laughs> night trailer we'll be back you ain't driving are you i steer a little but the ranger do most of the work <laughs> this is my full fear the santa how about you I started the whole damn thing. Excuse me! We decided that you could have one gift. Holy. What is it? That is a direct hotline Santa Claus himself. I can talk to Santa. All right, revelers. Welcome to your worst Christmas ever. Let's go! You have $300 million in your personal vault. That's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> I don't want any trouble, okay? Something's gonna scooch up that chimney. <laughs> This is not your typical mall Santa. Are you there? Daddy said you were very busy tonight. My name is Trudy Lightstone. Are you gonna help us, Santa? Yeah, Trudy. Santa? You're on my nice list. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> <laughs> 
hell are you? Boss, what if he really is the real... no such thing as Santa. These bad men, they're all my naughty ones. Naughty. That's naughty! And what do you do to the naughty ones? I give them a lump of coal. Where is it? believe in you, Santa. Come on. Which one of you did that? Prancer? So unprofessional. I don't know how anyone couldn't have been hyped after watching that trailer, man. That it, song alone with Darlene Love is one of my favorites. Yeah, exactly. I, it, it was, I heard it first through uh, Gremlins, and when they brought it back for this one, I just I, I can't get enough of this song. The, the trailer is definitely better after seeing the movie. That's, I guess. that's, that's not the purpose of a trailer, Nate. Right, yeah. 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 Totally <laughs> well, like, for me, when I first saw the trailer last year, I was like, oh, this looks terrible. But also, I hate anything that deals with, like, let's make Santa be the bad guy or a badass. Like, I just think it's a cheap cop-out. That's why, like, I think, um, what is it? That, like, Terrifier's doing Christmas next year. It makes me roll my eyes. Oh. That Santa, bloody Santa last year I rolled my eyes at, but I actually was pleasantly surprised with. Just That's anything like that, I just think is silly and stupid. So I was just like, God, David Harbour is going to be in a really shitty, stupid movie again, just like Hellboy. Oh, that was so shitty, stupid. Would you stop it, it with Hellboy? And then... Oh, God damn it. How much this movie blew me away, but also how, like, kind-hearted and Christmas it is. Like, this they, movie pulls off a lot of the impossible. They, <laughs> yeah. they nail this movie. Um, Pete, I'll get to you in a second. I know yeah. I kind of just laid into what I said. So we covered this back last year on the Action Elite, which we, we kind of compared this and Fat Man. Which, uh, you know, Fat Man with Mel Gibson, which is oh, more yeah. of a real world version. I enjoy that movie. Too. I fell just, asleep with it and then never came uh, back to it. Uh, you need I to hate. quit watching stuff when you're tired, man. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> quit being tired, man. Stop I told the concerts. Him, <laughs> right. <laughs> we got to record tomorrow. Maybe I should be fresh and perky. No, never, never, <laughs> never fresh and perky. But I had said on there when I went to the theater, I took uh, I took Anthony and Jackie to see this and it wasn't like packed, but it was there was quite a few people there watching it. And the first couple of kills happen and it's like it's stone silent in the, the theater. And as the movie starts ramping up, I get more animated and I'm cheering when it happens. And I swear to you, people were just kind of look around like, wait, is it cool if we start cheering and before we were done with the movie i had the entire theater cheering <laughs> with me when insane <laughs> shit happened like i really got the the energy up in there and everyone walked out of that place going that was fun as all get out mm -hmm. and i swear if i hadn't been there everyone probably would have just been like oh that was kind of cool i turned it into a big movie night you with, made it with cool. with the people i did um and You're not the hype guy, not obnoxious, yeah, not obnoxiously, but you know, when something happened, I would be like, yes, yeah. you know, or I would laugh like you're supposed to at a movie. 
and it was just a lot of fun, that's, man. That's what when we I miss with uh, streaming at home all the time. You, you yeah, you get those kind of interactions. That's, that's old man Pete talking, but like, <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, it's a double-edged sword, though. I right. remember a kid crying in the middle of watching me going, "Why did you bring your baby? Why did you bring your to baby? a three-hour mm-hmm. movie? Why'd you do this? Get a babysitter." Just don't go out. Just don't go out. I don't out. know. You're the one that decided to have a kid. Now your your kid is my problem. Stop it. <laughs> wow. Stop making your kid my problem. I'm not yeah. a babysitter. <laughs> Pay me. Pete, what about you, bub? What was your uh first experience seeing the trailer for this or watching it or anything? Yeah. Famously, I don't I don't watch trailers. So I oh, I know was not uh, I I didn't watch a trailer for this. And I I I saw Violent Night. I saw the title of the film and I thought it was gonna be a bad Santa. I thought it was gonna be an evil Santa like what well, did did Goldberg do a yeah, like Santa Claus or something. Dumb Santa like that. Slay. But that just, that yeah. was it. That was it. And he was uh, the opposite. He was uh, Krampus or whatever he was. I, right. So I just by the just by the poster and the and the movie's title, I thought it was going to be. Uh, I, I thought he was going to be bad. I I thought like David Harbor was going to be, I don't know, stealing or or kicking ass or something like that. So I had very little interest in seeing this, and then you hyped it up so much charlie i went fine i'll go get it and i got it from the library damn it and yep i sure did this that's how i watch it this time too (laughs) even though it's on prime i i got it from the library and it's it blew me away i right away when they start with him in the bar and he's drunk i'm like oh this is where he cracks and starts uh acting out against the public and, and, and the children that he yeah, supposedly yeah. supports. That's where I thought this was going. And then he turns into a bit of a buffoon at the beginning of the mansion mm-hmm. bit. And I'm like, okay, this, this has my interest now. And it just snowballed from there. <laughs> See what I did? Uh, <laughs> it just, it just, the, the ridiculous ramped up and even like Santa's character arc is really interesting. How, he starts as a bumbling buffoon and kind of uh, failing upwards, yeah. uh, getting getting out of these sticky situations, and turning into a complete badass at the end, defending this family as best he can. It was it was just wonderful. Uh, I was actively cheering, just like you, Charlie. Even this morning when I was flipping through, I was just fast forwarding through the movie into the good the goody bits. And laughing and cheering and just all over again, even though I knew what was going on. I had just watched it a couple of days ago. This is a delight. This the, movie the is so much fun. Movie has a lot of heart. It does. You that's care the about, thing that's so shocking about, all the about characters. it. Yeah, you care about the bad guys. You hate the bad guys. I mean, they're they're bad bad guys. But yeah. they are on the naughty oh, list for a so reason. Angry. But like even to have the beginning where Santa doesn't believe in himself mm-hmm. and by the end he believes in himself and like the magic of Christmas joy and just like the little girl believing in him. Like there's a lot that just like comes together for this movie by all means like this should never work. This should never work. This should be dumb, but it's not. And like it did. It when it's level. badass, it's extremely badass. Yeah. Like it's a lot of fun. John Leguizamo is a phenomenal bad guy. Like yeah, we this love is turning John, into Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. <laughs> yeah, like, he's so good in this though. How many? How many? This how is, many this is the third third one in, yeah. in twelve months for John Leguizamo <laughs> for. So uh, I'm I'm digging it. David Harbour is 
he is David Santa Harbor Claus now. Sells yeah. it. He's so good. Like, he's so good. And like the moment when he like takes the robe off and just like all the Viking tattoos and mm-hmm. just like he is Who's a is big dude, but he's not yeah. an Arnold guy. He's just, you know, got this stature to him that is so intimidating. Yeah. Yeah, us big dudes, you're strong. We don't have to have our muscles showing, right, but right. You know, we got we got that farm boy strength. We got mm-hmm. that Viking strength. That there is there is a perfect blend that eighty seven uh, North figured out. Is this has to feel like the Christmas movies we all grew up with? It has to. It's in a lot of it, and the, we we talk a little bit about it here on the show, but this one, I was noticing it way more last night. Their blend of music, depending on what's going on in this movie, oh, it's brilliant. what drives, yeah, it's what drives your your emotional attachment to it. Like, every time Santa's, like, on the screen, it's very Christmassy, but when the action happens it's still christmas music but it gets a little darker or a little heavier it's just this beautifully blended soundtrack and these guys sat down and had to have watched every christmas movie <laughs> no shit for yeah for like a year this is truly 1000% a movie for this show this is the give me back my action movies but this is also like give me back my John Hughes movies, my Chris Columbus movies. They took them all, they blended them together and gave us this 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 almost perfection of action slash Christmas. Even when he is killing people, I'm feeling Christmassy the entire time. Because <laughs> he's getting rid of the naughty people. All it's the all, naughty list. all yeah. of the naughty Every list, last one of man. them. <laughs> I and just that it's he doesn't quite know how the magic works, which I love that angle of yeah, it. Yeah, just a good gag all around of just like, I still don't quite understand how it all comes yeah, together. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like, you know, my guess is if I had to make my own backstory, which uh, I would love to see a little bit more of his backstory being the Viking, what happened. Well, normally in that type of mythology is you die in battle, the Valkyries take you to Valhalla. But this guy, they were probably like, mm, don't know if he deserves it. Let's kind of teach him a lesson on, you know, that's kind of where I took it to. Like, yeah, was someone that the earth uh, in service to. to yeah, people. not hell, but right. You got to do nice things for a long time to mm-hmm. earn your way back in. Like, yeah, he was yeah. not a very nice person. But I feel like he was a very excellent warrior. It's just he was not nice to his opponents. Exactly. They're kind of you know? like, I don't know. Like maybe like- <laughs> he went a little too far with Skull Crusher. <laughs> hey, dude, I know I'm an axe guy, but just underneath an axe would be a hammer. I love hammers as weapons in movies. You know, like Lord of the Rings. I think it's the Hobbit ones where the 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 dwarf uh Gimli. I don't know how not Gimli, but not Gimli. the in in the Hobbit one, the dwarves take oh, the mountain, sure. and then their relatives come. And I forget the guy's the one dwarf's name, but he has a giant effing hammer that is just. I look at it and go, I want to swing that hammer. <laughs> it looks so cool to swing. And then Skull Crusher <laughs> is you know kind of shaped like Mjolnir. It looks badass. And then he gets a sledgehammer in this movie, and I am. I'm shouting. I was shouting last night. Just oh, there's a lot. Yes, exactly. And like, yeah, 
because of his Viking roots and him being, you know, however old, he also doesn't like use a gun at all. He doesn't know, like, he throws one to a family member and says, like, you know how to work one of these gizmos? Exactly. (laughs) Like, the whole movie, he's dispatching bad guys with just nothing but melee. There is no uh, projectiles from him. A grenade, but a very, very well comedic time grenade. That that, that was just an opportunity that, you know, presented itself, you know, so it (laughs) it works. No, I love the use of the surroundings, which it's Christmas and it's the surroundings. The other, the other thing I was really keying in on last night was they did it as if we're getting ready to watch a movie about this like dysfunctional family on Christmas, which is kind of a thing, you know, you kind of expect it to see it on Hallmark channel what Krampus or, did, or a movie that's about Christmas because I, you know, the mom is, I mean, obviously it's Beverly D'Angelo from national lampoons, Christmas vacation, you know, so you've already got some pedigree in there, you know, the, the, the daughter, the, the older daughter, you know, is very want to, you know, you know, do what mother says, you know, I want to get the money. And I started noticing that the dad, the, the, the son character is that goofy ass dad. That's in like all of those like eighties family movies, you know, he's, he's overly comedic. He's overly animated, especially at the end when he's fighting and he's, you know, on top of the guy's shoulders. He's on top of the guy's shoulder. Mm -hmm. He jumps over the hay bales. He screams like a girl, but I was just like, that is, that's that character that they somehow put it in there, but I'm not annoyed by it. I'm actually like, yeah, that's exactly the kind of person I want to see in this movie. You know, it's just this, this, this family. And then I love the fact that the 87 North kind of poke fun at themselves because, you know, they're huge with stunts. They're huge with action movies. And then they have Max Steele in this movie, who <laughs> is just a caricature, I'm sure of stunt guys and actors that they run well, across he's based constantly. on mark Wahlberg because mark Wahlberg was the one that said 9-11 wouldn't happen if he was on one of those planes <laughs> yeah, he, had to, he had to apologize for that one uh uh-huh. yeah no it's they're they're able to poke fun at all this stuff you know especially when he's like given the the mom character the script looking for some funding for his next oh, you know, i'm big in china well at least parts of china we went to china that's what <laughs> <laughs> Like for me, it's the siblings and like how they make fun of each other. Like the one, the daughter named her son Bertrude, and the son <laughs> named his daughter uh, Gertrude. Gertrude, based yeah. off their mom. And they're like Bertrude's not even a real name. <laughs> you suck up. <laughs> and look how that kid turned out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you name your kid a stupid name. <laughs> uh, but they also stupid. they were able to where I feel like it's a movie that could have been done. It, could, it brings the family together it, at the yeah, end though. Like it does. It, and even though I'm like really like when that kid gets punched, I was actually cheering too. Cause I was like, someone needs to punch the shit out of that annoying. Yeah, when the mom gets punched, TikToker kid. Oh yeah. When any of the bad parents get punched, I'm enjoying Do it. You know who I am. Crack. But, <laughs> it's like woman. I know who exactly you are. Right, that is Edie Patterson. Who's in the righteous gemstones on HBO. And that show is so damn funny, and she's one of the best parts of it. I need uh, to watch that because I like. She is essentially Walter playing Goggins. the same character. Oh, yeah. yeah, Walter Goggins is phenomenal as uh, Uncle Baby Billy. Dude, you you put him in a movie, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> His I, name's Uncle Baby Billy. It's it's perfect. 
nothing wrong with that at all. But no, I, I, I love the, the stereotypical characters that they're playing in this movie. And then we have this big heist, you know, like most action movies from the eighties, there's a bunch of money. We want to get it. It, this is, this is a love letter to die hard for flat out. This is another reason I was like totally down to do this movie because for every Christmas so far, you know, we've done die hard. We did die hard two last year and you know, die hard three doesn't have anything to do with Christmas, but it was like, let's do violent night. Cause that's kind of die hard anyway. This, this they is literally as hard as they get. Yeah. When he's digging in the, my favorite line when I was in the theaters, he's digging through their video game, video game, video <laughs> game. Why has no one asked for a bat? Uh, Die Hard on Blu-ray. I was like, yes, he said the thing. He said it. <laughs> yeah, Opening it up the big vault like they did in part one. The bad guys, at the, 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 the supposed good guys at the end is the same storyline from Die Hard 2. Yeah, and they all come in on snowmobiles. Like, every one of them. We get an icicle kill even at this point. Like, oh, It's God. Die Hard 1 and 2 combined. Um, now the bad guys and the way they talk and the way everything moves, it reminds me of that episode of South Park where, uh, the kids get taken hostage, like in Die Hard at the old timey, like fair, where it's the, the robbers are all very highly intelligent and they have this whole plan set out this one. Yeah, it's. This is essentially a live action South Park episode <laughs> because in the episode, they go to an old timey world where everyone has to stay in character yes. as the 1700s and oh, the people just robbed sense. a Burger King. Yeah. And they're being chased by all the cops. People are getting yeah. shot. There's literally a Hans Gruber character who's trying know. to keep it together because they robbed a Burger King. I, I all the credit in the world to them for being able to pull off while also staying with this movie being very Christmassy and feels like one of those family movies, they made these badass henchmen villains as I felt like they were really badasses, but then all of a sudden they felt like Marv and Harry from, you know, home alone. Well, they feel they like are. they're in a, they've been a team together. Yeah. But they feel goofy at points when you know the lead henchman and the girl go after you know the little girl upstairs we get the total home alone moment in this movie which i i adore all of a sudden i feel like i'm watching harry and marv trying to get kevin McAllister, and only there's more blood there's language no it's what (laughs) would have happened if a bowling ball actually hit someone in the face they would die (laughs) like that what they did was home alone in real life yeah, yeah, instead paint, of a nail through the, the foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bowling balls to the freaking forehead. But I love the, the dialogue between the villains. Even when uh, Candy Cane turns to Scrooge and goes, I think he might be, he's like, don't even say it. Do not, I know you're really dumb, but you're not that dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did like that. I think he really is Santa. When it starts snowing, when they're questioning yeah. him, yeah, just like... <laughs> They play the music. It's like magical. And it's just a little girl throwing styrofoam into the heating (laughs) vents. Leguizamo nails this entire role. I love him as the leader. He he's very quippy. He is, you know, he's he's calculated. He has a plan. I love when he's arguing 
with Gertrude and she's like, well, I have this and this. And he goes, I know I did my research. I, I know. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It was the Charlie. <laughs> I watched the movie. It was. And, and he just, he works really well as a villain, which I know that they said he, he based like the menu was more, he based off Steven Seagal. You can't tell me though. He wasn't channeling Steven Seagal in this movie as well. No, like he was definitely doing out. a way better. Han- he was doing a Hans Gruber, not a way better one, but he was doing a way better Seagal could ever Seagal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, there was there was times I'm watching it going, oh, I know exactly what he's he's mimicking there, you know, especially when he's doing like the hand to hand fighting. I was like, OK, he's doing some Seagal shit right there <laughs> and he's having a blast doing all of it. Um, yeah, man, I. I don't know. I mean, you could go through this movie scene by scene and it's basically, we could be talking about elf or home alone or any of these other movies, the way it's paced, the way it's timed. It It does a really good job of not making Santa instantly this badass killer. I mean, the first kill is technically an accident and him just wanting to get away. Like he almost dies. This is not my fight. Like I just, if the reindeer didn't fly off, he would have been off with them. Yeah. Like, yeah that, nope. Off to the next house. That's what I was house. saying about this character arc of, of his. Yeah. He starts out as a as a drunk buffoon, and by the end, he's back to his Viking roots. It it's really a fun arc to watch and follow. It it is, and I like I like they add that level so that I because I get if this had just started out with Santa being a badass, I would have needed to know why is Santa a badass a little bit more. But because it starts out as Kind of accidental, but you know, Santa's a big guy. So when he catches that one, uh, when the, 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 the guy tries to hit him with the rifle and he catches the rifle, you're like, okay, Santa's not small. You know, he carries a big sack around. I'm sure he's got some, you know, built to him, but then he gets his butt kicked the entire time. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Had it been where he was just ultimately this special ops badass, Mm -hmm. I, it would have kind of it would have not worked yeah it, it would have watered it down for me if, too like much. that would have worked if you did not have trudy and her believing in santa having that walkie-talkie connection with them well he would have he left. yeah he would have left yeah. Yeah, there's trudy so much the where stays. yeah everything happens for a reason and it works so well to the movie's advantage like yeah and, and also with the with his vulnerability he gets beaten he's he's bleeding he gets stabbed yeah He's not invulnerable like a Seagal might be. Uh, he's he's showing, even though he's magical, and his magic doesn't work all the time either, which is curious. And it's, it helps. it's built on belief. It, yeah, right. It, it, exactly. He kinda, he, yep. He stop, He kind of stops believing in himself at a point too. You know, that's that that there's that Christmas spirit that they have to make tangible, and they do it in this movie. Yeah, he's he's got magic, or he's magical, and he's very very old, but doesn't mean he can't be killed. And that, uh, I, I think, that gives you more investment into yeah, it as he's fighting. Increases he's not the stakes, auto- right? Right. Yeah. He, Santa could die right here. I mean, heck, he stitches himself up. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh that was. <laughs> oh god! It was that. That was badass. That that's probably the point where he flipped a switch in his head and went, okay. All right, this is real. Let's let's get back to these Viking roots of mine. And yeah, well, that's when he channel, starts to get the the dust off, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, let's let's channel those old memories, that old muscle memory of mine, and and that's when he really starts to become 
this warrior. Well, yeah, because you have Trudy at that point, you mm-hmm. know, like asking him questions, which makes him reflect back on how he even became Santa. Because, you know, we're also, she's just been told Santa doesn't exist, which is. Oh, that's right. Yeah. A, a very crushing moment if you're not careful with some kids. So they, they play it well, but she's talking to the real Santa. Again, pulls in these perfect Christmas feelings that I want. Oh, and, and it proves with like, it's because it's the young person saying that Santa is mm-hmm. real, that all the adults are even like, who is this guy? Like who hired a Santa? Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. takes a long time for them to finally be like, yeah, I think that really is Santa. Even after he's yeah. like kicked some ass and introduced himself and he's, just like uh he's still some dude in an outfit. I mean, yeah. there's mall Santa's got a trick everywhere. Bag, is... Like Lozano says. He's like, This yeah. is just some dude with a trick bag. Right. To the almost to the very end, like Lozano doesn't get it, doesn't yeah. believe in it. Does not understand. And then till yeah, the very end when he picks up his magical scroll of who's naughty or nice, which I love how that works. And I love mm-hmm. when he is first in the house pulling out and going, Okay, I've got five more to go. Yeah, so oh, it's yeah, like yeah. Kill, he it, has a kill count. He has a count, kill count. <laughs> it's very much like the the John McClane, like count how many he's got left to go. Yeah, and then when the snowmobile patrol comes and how much it that list increased, all the names. So then you're just like, <laughs> it's body count. We're gonna get scrolling. so many like deaths. <laughs> oh, it, it's so glorious. And there was a point, and man, they they nail it at the beginning of this movie to kind of set the tone for Santa was this, the way Christmas kind of, as a parent, I know, you know, you guys have families and stuff and you do Christmas, but as a parent, it's now my kids are at this age of, I I want a gift card. I want mm-hmm. this video game. And what's worse, like at least kids can unwrap video games in this movie. Now, most of my kids, my kids are just like, I can just download it. I just need an Xbox <sighs> card. Yeah. I need this. And it's like, it's killing me because it's like, well, that kind of defeats the Christmas part. I can give you mm-hmm. a gift card anytime, but it's also like, they don't touch anything else. I get them. You know, they don't. They it, So I'm, I'm getting to this point now where it's more about just the build up to Christmas. It's the time, not so much on the day. It's the Christmas holiday in all, like an entire month of December. That's why I don't even care that the kids started watching the movies early. It's like, you know what? Let's get us all in the Christmas spirit now. But seeing how disenfranchised David Harborough is, because he's, he's putting those, the money in the stockings and he's just throwing shit all over the place. That opening montage is so much fun. Yeah. And you, he's so <laughs> pissed off at everything. You get that. You get those cool little moments of where he's somewhat reminded of why he's doing it. That little girl sleeping in the crib, this child, he walks over and he puts a present right beside her, then walks over to the dad and he takes the, the whiskey and puts a lump of coal down there. I'm like, yes. I'm going to get lumps of coal and shove them up their asses. No, no, you can't. Let's 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 stay on the nice list, Trudy. Let's stay on the nice list. Butthole. Well, that's kind of on the edge there. Anus. That's the technical. Well, that is technical. (laughs) It's that, man. It's that level of. This is if it wasn't for 
some of the language and some of the pretty grotesque violence, this would be a family Christmas movie to watch in my house. Give Liam about two more years. Yeah. And then I'll be like, okay, everyone, after National Lampoon's Christmas, we're going to watch Violet Night tonight. (laughs) Gather around, family. It's time for a tale as old as time. A heartwarming tale of Violet Night. (laughs) Of the time that Santa learned to believe in himself again. That's right. Well, this is... And a lot I mean, of like David Harbor is so goddamn charismatic. Oh, that is. man rolled a nat 20 on charisma. <laughs> yes. yes um, and it's just like this works so well because of his acting capabilities. And just uh, we already love him as Hopper on Stranger Things. But like, this oh, yeah. is just another like he's just such a big old teddy bear. Mm-hmm. He, he 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 is from start probably one of my favorite characters from Stranger Things. And I know as much as Nate loves to shit on it. I love him as Hellboy. It's the closer no. to the no. comic version. I like him as Hellboy. I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> I don't know why. It adds blood and language and gore and everything. Like I don't get me wrong. I you love would. the Ron Perlman, you know, Guillermo del Toro Hellboys. They're they're what we all started with, but I read the comics and that one is closer to the comics. It's I just bad. It. It's not bad. We're covering it. We're covering it. Oh, no. boy. That way Pete and I could just tear it apart from limb from limb. Yeah, you can try while Pete sits there and goes, that was actually really good, Charlie. Some nice CG in it. Mila Jolovich, man, come on. The only on. cool part is that woman that's the table. <laughs> oh, that yeah. really cool um, practical like demon effect. There's just so much. They're like, now we're in Scotland. Now we're over here. Now we're this. And I know the comic does that, but it doesn't work in the movie at all. Oh, boy. Mila Jovovich is a terrible villain. Hey, Charlie, you got a commercial? (laughs) I'm real uncomfortable right now. Okay. All right. Time for a commercial. Jesus, usually I'm the one that has to do that. I know. I know. Another thing about Hellboy. (laughs) After these messages. Sharks of the corn? Virus shark? Cocaine shark? Sharktopus? Yeah, those are all real movies. Join me, Steve Coates, as each week I take a comedic look at the bizarre world of shark exploitation cinema on Bucket of Chum, the shark movie podcast. I didn't know what to get anyone for the holidays. My Aunt Esther is always a mystery. Uncle Charlie, shopping for him is an adventure. Now, my nephew Timmy was easy. All he wanted was, hey! This, from Blockbuster Video. Then it hit me. I could make everyone happy at Blockbuster. And with Blockbuster gift certificates, Aunt Esther can rent all kinds of mysteries. Uncle Charlie can choose his own adventures. And I can have a wonderful life. Blockbuster Video. Give the gift of entertainment. We now return to the Transformers. Bucket of Chum is doing the Lord's work. Watching all this. Oh, my word. I did see Cocaine Shark. Um, Don't bother. Just listen to his episode. But the the one I really want to cover is called Cruel Jaws. It's like Jaws 5. Uh, I I watched it a couple months ago. It's it's wonderful. (laughs) An Italian direct-to-video? Yeah, it's real bad. It's got <laughs> it's got Dollar Tree uh, Hulk Hogan in it. It's very funny. Ooh. <laughs> Dollar Tree. All right, I'm not kidding. now it's... you have my attention. <laughs> uh, 
they use the ma- imperial march when they take their boats out into the ocean it's very, <laughs> very funny i think jackie and i watched santa shark or something last yes, year uh, oh uh, good lord i i thought that was pretty good oh the cg santa though jaws, uh, santa jaws that might yeah. be it. i don't remember i don't know the cover has a shark wearing a santa hat yeah. <laughs> oh that will like, trick you, you can, sometimes you can hear jingle bells as the shark instead of do 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 you hear jingle bells <laughs> yeah very funny highly entertaining we have a long, sordid history with shark movies in my house. <laughs> Ever since Jackie bought, bought open water, uh, oh, she has bleh. not been able to live that down. And now when she picks me, she picked one called the Requiem or Requiem or whatever it is with Alicia Silverstone. Uh, Worst movie I've ever seen. Wow. I just, and it was to the point that we just stuck it through. I could not, I got done with that movie going, I'm never going to get that time back in my life. I think I'd rather watch open water. And then Jackie gets even more mad at me because I won't let it go. Buybacks, I swear, had probably 70 copies of open water two weeks after it came out. And Jackie (laughs) paid full price at Walmart when oh, it no. came out on DVD and I could have got it two weeks later for five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why buybacks kept letting them buy that movie from people. Yeah. Eventually they'll be like, we got enough. We've got enough. Uh, we got enough open water and we have enough of the matrix reloaded. We don't need any more. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they went out of business and there were still boxes of open water. They threw I remember when monsters. I tried getting rid of my copy of matrix reloaded, the video store went, nah, we good. <laughs> not fam not fam we are we already have enough i'm like but i don't want it you don't want it we didn't ask for this sequel <laughs> nate you're digitizing i'm sure we caught all of that but i want to see if we give you time to buffer up. up am i caught up now a little closer all right all right all right yeah whenever nate gets excited now. He digitizes it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's because he starts moving and the video's like, sit down, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) The internet's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't be moving. I can't be uploading all this shit. Oh, you enjoying yourself? (laughs) How dare you? Uh, So, I mean, the one big takeaway to take it back to um, Violent Night (laughs) is the level of violence they bring in this movie and the creativeness, because like you said, he's not using a gun. He has to use what's surrounding him. And for a family that hate each other, this woman goes all out for Christmas. Like the only thing she doesn't do is a Santa because that's tacky. I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I, I appreciate that. That cause it makes sense. Even though dudes running around dressed as elves and a girl walking around with a giant peppermint on her head. Can I just say, when you're saying your freaking code names and you say, all right, peppermint, and this giant black dude's walking down like, yeah, but the girl wearing the peppermint hat is candy cane. (laughs) It would have been funnier if the black guy was named candy cane, you know, little joyride inside joke there, candy cane, but (laughs) That's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. <laughs> Charlie dug deep for that one. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Uh, but I, I don't know. It, but the level of 
so we watch him throw a dude out the window, which is cool. I mean, it's just kind of there. Well, dude but gets the, impaled. He gets impaled big some, time. Some glass stalagmite or something. Right? Like some sculpture for Christmas. I mean, like even the whole outside is decorated. Yeah. But uh, the well, she, the basement. She pays to have that done. I'm certain. Oh, <laughs> dude, you're talking a crap <laughs> it, ton of money. Looks and feels like Christmas at this house. Yeah. Well, it's that whole thing of we never actually know what Kevin McAllister's dad does for a living yeah, to exactly. live in that house. That Take house. everyone to Paris or down, you know, wherever they go. And even movies. the New York stay, like, yeah, that ain't cheap. That ain't cheap. No, but uh, the 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 fight down in the basement is really where this movie sets its feet for the first time when he has to fight that guy. And he's that's where that's the the joke with you know uh, Die Hard on Blu-ray. There was some pinball machine violence in this. Yeah, it was was traumatizing. We have okay. Just want to make sure you're all right, Pete. I'm I'm a little. There should have been a pinball trigger trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Pinball okay. machine gets it destroyed. It was a fake pinball machine. That, that one doesn't really exist. It was okay. So that's it good. Was, it was a machine, but it wasn't a real one. Okay. Yeah. Well, because thankfully. it's the same director as Dead Snow Two. Yeah. Means we get a lot of creative kills. Yes. In this, <laughs> to the point where Kill of the Week is going to be very difficult. Very kill, kill of the Week is going to be hard. But in this, and speaking of, even in this fight, not. Not all the kills make you cringe either. Sometimes it's the stuff leading up when he loads that stocking full of uh, billiard balls oh, and looks crushes painful. that dude in the hand oh. and then smacks him in the head. But then I love the just the what would you what would happen? The stocking's not going to hold up to that kind of abuse, and all the balls go flying it, out of it after he tries was, to swing it a couple times. It was such a funny shot. It, you weren't really expecting it. You're thinking. All right, Santa's going to just bludgeon this guy to death. And all of a sudden, the sock fails. And I the was, balls go flying. I was it, waiting for a joke where he, like, because he stops for a minute and he looks. And he looks at the stocking. I I don't know. I would have been tempted to have him, like, actually open it up and go, yep, made in China. And throw it behind him or some <laughs> shit. You know, because it's Santa Claus. You make your own shit, you know. Yeah. But just that made in China. But he didn't want to mess with the then, uh, numbers like, they would have got from China with that right, one right, joke. Right, can't do that. <laughs> it's him with the dartboard and using the darts to like stab the dude. He flings those darts. Oh, they look out so painful. He and keeps he, punching them too. He's yeah. like arch into the guy. Oh man, because this guy is a much better fighter than Santa is at this point. Oh, God, yeah. But Santa's then, got. He's twice the man. I mean, quite literally, he's. Uh, he's got Huck. size on his. Huck's I mean, you put you throw your weight around, yeah. you can hold your own against oh, a fighter sure. for a while. You know, it's definitely the the dude from Bloodsport. You know, was Van Dam ogre. You know, you're just a big dude that can swing your meat hammers. And <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna land one once in a while. You know, but this is, and then it gets the creativeness of, you know, he's he's down and out. What else do I have to throw? He's smashing his head with ornaments that aren't doing anything. But then he grabs that tree star oh, and shit. stabs it in the dude's eye. And that's so yell, good. That yell yeah. that guy does, that was a pain yell. Someone studied before Credit he got his to that beat. actor. <laughs> he, gets, he gets the uh, scream award. He gets the scream of the <laughs> week for he's sure. He's the scream, scream queen of the week for sure. It, because was, I was like, that was, you know, it's not your Wilhelm or just a, a regular. That was like, I'm in immense pain right now. 
And then he gets pissed off, and you're like, oh, this guy's still going, and he plugs the fucking lights in. Say, yeah, it could have ended right there. They, they killed him, but no. It's plugging the light in and then have the man's face catch on fire and Santa's reaction of like, oh, <laughs> and he's trying to fan the smoke away from him and he's just moving up and down and side to side like, oh, that stinks. Oh, that was a bad idea. You yeah. have done that. <laughs> and I, I, I appreciate the 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 storytelling tool of the walkie talkie that the dad comes up with the way because he didn't get to take her to see Santa at the mall, you know, instead of, you know, they, I remember way back, there was like the number you could call to talk to Santa. It was oh, like yeah. a, the 900 number. You didn't realize uh, it was costing you like $5 a minute, a minute to talk to Santa. Um, but it was, here's a walkie talkie. He only gives her one i thought that's great parenting that's exactly what i would have done you'd be lucky if the damn thing had batteries in it when right. i was done with it but you can talk to santa and he may not respond because he's very busy tonight mm-hmm. i'm like bravo sir bravo and, and, but it's it's heartfelt like the whole time with this relationship between her and santa just like it kind of like makes it to where like this is a very dark situation for a little girl to be involved in yeah. But to give you like this uh, breath of fresh air and levity to the situation. It's it's Santa calming her. Yeah. Almost. And it's it works because while he while he's calming her down and reassuring her and building that Christmas spirit, she's building his confidence up. She's she's giving him something to continue fighting for. It's I, like, you know, even if I die, this little girl's going to get Christmas. You know, God, I and love for that. me, like that is the stuff that I enjoy so much about this movie over the violence. The violence just happens to be the cherry on top. That's the like, sprinkles, it's like, man. That's, yeah, it's like it's just shit. one of those. Like, you guys just made a good Christmas movie that happens to be violent. So, like, that's just something that should not work, as I've said. So, when it gets to the violence, too, like the whole like workshop. I don't know what building he was in but when he finally it's like gets a tool the sledgehammer shed. yeah it's it's a tool there's oh a there's, there's a yard crew a maintenance crew right right that the, takes care yeah the gardener shed, shed. this is the oh. big action scene you know the one that's choreographed perfectly and oh it's my god the hilarious with, music behind it yes the sledgehammer kills the jolly music behind all these ultra violent at the Smash happy Gilmore slicing Dyson with ice skates, like oh god, he cuts a guy's head off with an ice skate. Oh, it was so good. The snowblower scene, yes, ah, uh, so just. <laughs> but again, even during all of this, we get a really cool moment of Christmas spirit because he's talking to Trudy as he, you know, he's kind of he goes in there and he's hiding, and she's like, "What would you wish for?" He goes, "I wish I could see Mrs. Claus again because." They explain there is a Mrs. Claus. They've been kind of, you know, distant from each other for a while. Apparently, you know, that's that whole cop bad marriage. Mm-hmm. Haven't talked to the wife in a while. <laughs> he only works Dyer. one day a week. God damn it. Well, according to fat man, it's a year long process, man. You got to get all that shit together. No, this is bullshit. All right. <laughs> He's got 364 days. He can hang out with Mrs. Claus. He's just choosing maybe, to be. Maybe that's it. the problem. You just, 
you know, uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah, that is true, actually. <laughs> just like, go do there. something. But he looks at his ring and the ring falls, which is very comedic, but it's the Christmas wish becoming true and it rolls to the sledgehammer. Like, here's the tool yeah. you need to make it through tonight. He gets, a, you know, Skull Crusher 2.0. And I'm totally down for when he grabs that sledgehammer and he spins that thing around getting prepped up he has that hero moment it's almost the he-man i have the power moment but it's santa and a sledgehammer and i love it it's like such a big dude and he's flipping this probably what eight pound sledgehammer around like it's nothing nothing. it looks tiny in his hands it's a wow dude is so big oh it's and like just, the director realized no no backwards claw hammers is going to work in this sledgehammer. We need a sledgehammer at this point. But like, uh, to me, that's the equivalent of like Commando and Arnold's getting ready. You know, it's the oh, same yeah. thing. There's there's you know scenes where a movie has everyone's just loading all their guns at Hot Fuzz parodies mm-hmm. beautifully that just make you go like yeah uh, m- stupid testosterone takes over a caveman brain bash kill murder that's what happens in this scene for me well yeah and there's little things that if you don't pay attention it's like when he grabs that and they do that kind of spin around move he had put his hair up into like the viking knot yeah. in the yeah, back he like he got the hair where it's not in his face it's it's the transformation moment of all right, gloves are coming off quite literally. Dude, and when he, people get hit with this thing, they get fucking God, hit. He crushes that first dude's face oh. and it falls and the camera stays on the face and you're like, yeah, yeah. That's that's the family wholesomeness I need at Christmas right there. Crushing faces <laughs> of all the <laughs> naughty people in the world. Oh my God. And then he he I like the addition of everyone gets a body camera. You have the the tech guy who's like coordinating everything and like all the cameras start. It's the Predator 2 scene. It totally is. The Predator 2 scene (laughs) gets all the way down and Santa comes out and then that tech dude takes off running and they fight and then God, the grenade, dude. It's in the hard target scene. He drops the grenade in the pants. And he runs, and then I gotta watch. And he turns around and looks and watches the explosion. That was the biggest yell in the theater for me. <laughs> yeah. And I had everyone cheering in the theater. He turns at that around moment. giggling. Like, yeah. yeah like, cool, cool guys walk away from explosions, but Santa watches them. <laughs> Santa watches all the body parts go flying out everywhere. <laughs> Oh. And it's like, you could tell he's like, ah, it's starting to get happy that his old Viking ways are coming back to him. You know, like he has a bloodlust. There yeah. is no doubt about it that uh-huh. he starts to really enjoy these kills because he's taking out naughty people. And like when he kills uh, Candy Cane because she's going to kill the little girl for the Home Alone scenario. Yeah. And just the way that he makes Trudy uh, cover her ears, close he's her like, eyes, isn't you, it? You need to turn around. Why don't you go ahead and cover your eyes? Oh, Plug your ears, and why not sing Jingle Bells as loud as you can? <laughs> yeah, and that makes that scene so much more haunting. Where like, where he smashes Candy Cane, and just like you uh, trying to kill little girls is naughty. It is naughty behavior. Like, 
dude is just going off on her. Whoa, 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 Nate, slow, slow down. We cannot skip that whole Home Alone scene. I mean, you jumped right to the end of that, but we've got yes, to start you're right, you're right. at the beginning of this. So take me away, Pete. Take it away. I'm going to try because there's a lot going on. And as we know, my memory isn't always the best. So the little girl is up in the attic making her own Home Alone death trap pretty much right yep. <laughs> booby traps i can booby, make booby, booby traps that's what i said booby traps and uh, the what was it It was candy candy cane and gingerbread yeah gingerbread. that's right that's right so they they realize that she's up in the attic oh and it starts right away so the the ladder comes down right yeah it's or already ha- out and she oh, has right. the the nails the and attic. the drill bits at the floor so it's like it's not hidden, which is oh, no, it's out brilliant. In the open. Yeah, it's out in the open, which she, they, they automatically like, sets oh, them. She's, yeah. she's booby-trapped this, so we're going to get around this stuff. Little do they know that there are layers upon layers of this booby trap. She's very clever, too. She's which very I, clever. Very clever. I, I, there's a point in this movie, I don't know if it was purposeful, but when the dad is looking for the walkie-talkies in the game closet, most of the games are obscured except for one board game that says mousetrap. Mouse yeah. Yeah. It, you, so you saw it too. Yep. And yep. I was like, that would be a, a fun little foreshadow to what this all is, <laughs> is very mousetrap-ish Rube, Rube Goldberg-esque. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm buying all of it. Like he goes, yeah, this is usually better if you had, he sees the nail in the step, which like, is the ha-ha. home alone thing. Like, ha ha, mm-hmm. that's not going to work. You're supposed to hide it better. And then the camera pans down to show the, the step that is halfway sawed through and they don't see it. And that dude jumps up on that thing and it breaks and he lands not through his foot, not through his oh, hand. It's so that painful. nail goes through the lower part of his the, jaw. The soft part. Oh, <laughs> and he's screaming and you can see the nail sticking up inside that's his a mouth. good effect it's oh, so it gross really it reminds me of a uh, timothy dalton getting in hot fuzz in hot yeah. fuzz as well it <laughs> it's that and punisher with ray stevenson when he runs yeah. the knife up in that dude's jaw such but- a tender part that's so it's not, it's not gonna kill you there's nothing there yeah. yeah yeah it's gonna hurt but there's nothing like there and then to have the bowling ball start to go down well oh. your face climbs over him to get up there yeah she just literally climbs over and him. he pulls himself <laughs> up off of the oh. nail oh god <laughs> and that bowling ball hits him and he lands on the trap that he was like oh why did god. you put it here when he gets up and that black, yeah, bloody, oh yeah, gunk so is, gross. It's gross. It's just it blood is pouring out of his butt. He just, pulls that one and nail, he pulls that and it nail just, out. <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's like there's a little hose and the bladder just goes. Uh, uh, <laughs> again, it's not going to kill you, but oh my God, it's going to hurt. Yeah, you guys have some pretty serious boo boos. The other one too. I, 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 fine, they did. They get a little goofy when he pulls that nail out and he's looking at he's it straight on. It that's, okay. yeah. that's the Marv you're, moment. And you're then telegraphing you're, that one a little. You're bit. telegraphing that a bowling yeah. ball is going to drive it into his forehead. <laughs> 
The one that made me go ow after all of that was the bowling balls rolling and candy canes like dancing around them. But that one hits her in the shin. Oh, and I'm like, oh man. my god, that and would there just... was ever a, oh you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's that it, one. It was, it, I wonder if that was a real bowling ball because it it hits her and it knocks her leg back. If that was just like a styrofoam prop, it hit her with some weight. That actress has actually to be. Doubled. A stunt actress. Oh, they're all some stunt, of the stunt. Everyone, yeah. everyone there, so good. Like even with the way that she fell into the sticky trap, the way that she contorts her body, she and bends her body back, pulls <sighs> herself up, and how she like doesn't scalp herself, but it's the equivalent, which is the back of her head ripping yeah. off all the hair and the blood. Yeah, I wish I could have seen it because I feel like there was a like it, you see skull. Ugh. I wish I could see that a little <laughs> bit better. But I, that's that's the big thing with 87 North, like 90 percent of the cast in here are stunt people, you know, that because that's how you get it to feel more real. Instead of having a named actor being these henchmen and having to have doubles, stunt doubles, just let the stunt people do it. You can put them it's, in camera the yep. whole time, full face, and it works better because as I, I've grown up watching these movies, I watch a lot of them. I watch a lot of behind the scenes. You don't realize how many times you watch a movie and you're like, wow, that looked really real because it was, it was. <laughs> because a lot of times they'll be like, I can take a punch, go for it. And they'll really take a punch or I can really fall off of that. Just let's film it. And you're going, Oh God, how did they do that? They really did it. They really hurt themselves. They really punch each other. Not all the time, but right. most of the time. Um, I was watching an interview with uh, Scott Adkins, who surprisingly wasn't in this movie, uh, that he worked on a Jackie Chan movie early on in his career. And they were filming and he was like, I got to I got to hit Jackie Chan. And he does this kick and he hits him, but not quite full power. And the director's going, more power! Hit him! <laughs> hit him! And they're getting ready to set up the thing again. And Jackie Chan's stunt team comes over to Scott and goes, be cautious. So he has a director yelling, hit him! Uh-huh. And the entire stunt team going, be cautious. <laughs> You're just like, I don't know what to what do. do. <laughs> But uh, so when you learn that these guys really just kind of go for it, I appreciate what I see on screen so much more. That just makes it all the more impactful, no pun intended, uh, that they're taking this damage. And as Nate said, we get the awesome, like, she's ready to shoot the little girl and now you piss Santa off. You know, that whole. It's dark. I was not expecting real dark. He, First time, to, he he takes a full swing at her with that sledgehammer, probably broke a ton of ribs. And then, oh, yeah. And then yeah. tells the little girl, hey, don't look, don't listen. Crushes her head like yeah. a melon. Gallagher her to death. Which yep. was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in the front row, you know what you're in for. Oh, my God. And then, you know, we get, you know, Santa finally gets to the family and you're we're getting to the culmination of the end and you know he gives the mom the gun because she went hunting once so now and the the i can't glaze over the two moms and the kid going ape shit on krampus the henchman probably one of my favorite 
uh henchman in this movie they the nutcracker the, yeah. the nutcracker scene where they're like let's put let's put the guy's finger in the nutcracker and he crushes the finger and he's like no 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 we got this big one let's make it a nutcracker <laughs> bring his balls over here i'm not touching his balls i'll do it and krampus just <laughs> yeah. raises his hand and he's like nom 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 i'm gonna eat your ball <laughs> <laughs> So you, you're like this he's guy's a little a unhinged. Shit. He's a little unhinged, but I like this guy for some reason. <laughs> and they just go eight and they shove that poker through his neck, man. Yeah. Just, oh my they do God. that, and they're also like, it feels good to finally do an act, a family activity together. <laughs> Happy holidays, everyone! Now, <laughs> the scene that we're about to get into with the finale of when it turns into the snowmobile fight. This is where I my only criticism of the movie kind of comes is you, the movie works so well when it's contained inside the house that once they get to them leading away, like Santa running away with the sled instead of jumping on a ski to chase them down. Like there's a little bit, it just feels sluggish to me. Did anyone else feel that way? Cause like that to me is where the action started to lose a little bit of its amazing pace. And I was just waiting for them to get back together for that one-on-one fight with Legazamo. I think they have to build it up, but what I took it was the action side of me would have been like, okay, jump on the snowmobile. The right. Christmas side of me, he gets on the sled like in National Lampoon's mm-hmm. Christmas oh, vacation. I, I guess in my head, I was like, I just can't picture him running to get ahead of them. Well, he didn't get ahead well, of them, but he's like parallel to them So, and then uses the sled to get them to cut off. This is also... The commando moment when Arnold pushes the br- the uh, blazer you're right, down you're the mountain, right. yeah, because oh, it's all cut back wow, roads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also another one that's fun. Is this is also a very true lies moment when he goes running down the snow s- snow hill, sliding backwards, shooting at all of the guys that are on skis and taking them out one by God, one. True lies is so badass. <laughs> I can't <laughs> I am only holding off on that in the hopes that we get a 4K before we cover it. Fair. That is really what well, I'm. The waiting moment for. that we decide to cover it is when the 4K will get announced. That's what I, I don't know. Should I make <laughs> it happen, yeah. or do I wait? I don't know. I'm so conflicted. It paid off for us with Face Off because now that comes out, or it already is out at this point. Yeah, that one's 4K. out, which will which will do. So I don't know. I didn't. I I I just equated this to. Again, Santa's not a badass. Santa probably doesn't know how to ride a, a snowmobile. No, you know, totally it's, fair. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And I get, A, they're not trained. It's like the the mom when she runs outside and she tries to shoot that guy and it's out of bullets. You know, just <laughs> the click. And so now they have to go back to hand-to-hand and the dad, that's that goofy part where he puts his dukes up and he gets knocked the F out. <laughs> and he picks up baby Jesus and smashes. Which I love that Harborough's like, uh, excuse me, baby Jesus, and lays it down. But then the dad cracks it over top of someone's head. <laughs> you know, so it's like Santa tried to take care of it. The dad's like, Bam! Baby Jesus to the face. Uh, <laughs> baby Jesus. <laughs> little nine pound, ten ounce baby Jesus. <laughs> Thank you. Sitting in the manger. Sitting in the manger. That's my version of baby Jesus. That's who I'm going to pray to. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I, I like I like the chase, and he does get on a snowmobile, snowmobile, because he knocks he does, the one dude he, out. He, I like that he rides it very funky. He's going left. Oh, he's right. all over. He's very sure weird. He's doing. Yep. You know, and that's like, what that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they they pl- wanted to play it up that Santa just went with what he knew. He goes down and on a sled. That's fair. And it it's, was like, how do you transition to get us to this final climatic scene? Yeah, getting us away from the house because obviously the bad guys need to ride off they need to get away and, and leg was almost just a little clumsy that that was like that's the only i mean it's time. it's fair i mean you know you can critique things when you are but i also just i love the fact that it gets to the point where leg was almost standing there goading him and then the camera pans down to show the tree stump right behind him as saying is coming full speed because you're just like oh yeah. shit what's and he goes and it's a good wreck oh my god it's, it's amazing wreck he goes, he makes it into the building before the snowmobile is how much yeah. <laughs> speed he had. And the way and the that, snowmobile like crashes through and flips, that's the equivalent of the cop car at the climactic chase, you know? Oh, yeah. This sure. is every trope that's from action movies. They figure out a way to make it Christmassy in this. And then we get a good fight. That's when Leguizamo sees the naughty and nice list. He really starts questioning who he's fighting. And then everything catches on fire because the gas leak in the snowmobile. So now we have fire and explosion everywhere. They come jumping out of the building as it blows up and Leguizamo holds his own. I mean, th- this is definitely not your, like, I don't think Hans Gruber was a fighter in Die No, Hard. no, he was the brains. Like this guy is the brains yeah, and the fighting, and but he he's using fight. a cliffhanger weapon. Yeah. He has Santa. a pickaxe, which I thought was <laughs> badass. And you know it's a really good fight, Sledgehammer versus uh, Pickaxe, and his uh, is it a blackjack or a slim jim, whatever? What do you call? Yeah, those? it's a baton of some sort. The, like yeah. a baton that yeah. he uses. It's like his main weapon, so it, it works. It takes the guns out of the equation, which is unfair in this scenario because Santa doesn't use guns, which is why the end of it is so shocking. But we get this awesome fight. But I tell you what, when I was watching this in the theater and I saw the chimney in the background from the fire pit, I went, <laughs> I know what's going to happen. I didn't know how brutal it was going to be. Uh, dude, it? It was- that is one of the wow. most unique kills I think we've ever covered. That honestly, probably, <laughs> like, if we have to be honest, and I think I'll say this right now, that is the kill of the week, but that's not one we're allowed to pick because oh. it, you can't. I you think can't that's top fair, it because yeah, you can't, like, you can't top it. You have even to down to the practical, bloody, the stump. stump. Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> a human bloody stump, and, and he his, giggles again. Did, that work. <laughs> he's got this big ass smile on his face after he does it. Oh. Yeah, he's like, I didn't even really expect that to work. And yeah, it did. <laughs> Santa shocked himself, uh-huh. and he's then like, like when he gets shot, I'm like. Who the fuck is left? I don't right, remember. Who's, <laughs> who's still there? I like, thought it was Beverly De- DeVangelo or whatever. How do you pronounce her name? I honestly wouldn't have been shocked had it been her originally. Oh, just her upset and just like, I don't know who this guy is. Can't trust him. Because I legit forgot that we still had one bad guy left. Yeah. I watched it again last night going, I, I totally forgot that that guy was still alive. Because he gets shot and I was like, Wait, who's shooting him? I forgot about this. And I was like, oh, that's right. It's the colonel. It's the last, uh-huh. you know, it's it's the the black colonel guy from Die Hard 2 that's left and fights McLean out on the wing. You know, it's so, but it's this guy. And then Santa gets shot up. And then Beverly D'Angelo shows up. 
and shoots the dude in the head. I just, I was like, yeah, instantly too. Just like there is no really like long conversation or no exposition. It's just like bang. And I, and honestly, they've set her character up to be exactly that. What cold I blooded, cold blooded, heartless. She only cares about her family. You know, she's, we haven't talked about the entire other subplot that the son stole money from her to get away. And she's congratulating him on that. She goes, that's exactly what I would have done. You're doing exactly what I expected. And I was like, okay, yeah, exactly. That's why you're my favorite kid. That's why you'll go far in this world. And I was like, I like it because there's subtle things watching it the second time because he leaves her a note to say what he did. And the bad, the, the Krampus dude is just being psychotic. He's wanting them to open up Christmas presents. He's just having fun with it. And she reads the note. And as, if you watch it the second time, she go, okay, she knows. And he gets ready to confess. And she looks at him ever so subtly and shakes her head. No, like, don't, don't confess to it. Mm-hmm. Don't tell him, you know, where the money is. And, then she and says, on the second you. watching, I was like, I totally missed all of that. Like, I didn't understand the first time I thought the son was in on it. I thought he set everything up. Oh, no, same. Which is kind of like they they do kind of lead it like that, like a red herring. But then it's not. Now it's the other guys that are in charge of her security. Mm -hmm. But the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, the son's in on it. The son wanted the family to get robbed, to humiliate his mom, you know, everything. No, man, totally threw me for a loop on that one. And we get our family Christmas movie back that everyone has to believe in Santa to bring him back to life. Mm -hmm. He's still shot. He's still bleeding, but still doesn't quite understand how it all works. (laughs) Still not quite sure how the magic works. I'm fine with that. I don't need to know how the, I I love it. You don't have to explain it. It's a perfect uh, dialogue choice. I I think so. I I think less is more. Any sort of explanation would, it wouldn't be satisfying. There's a movie recently that came out where they like, they did time travel. It's like, it's just not even worth explaining. Like, it's just, <laughs> you know, like it would just bog you down if I were to tell you. So it's like, that was a brilliant way to just I get away from like, wait, how's this time travel supposed to work? It's like, don't, just, worry don't worry about it. Yeah. No one's gotten it right so far, apparently. But yeah, <laughs> but I do. I like it. And, you know, then the reindeer show back up right at the end, which I think is funny because he's yelling at them the whole time. He's mad at them. Then he realizes yes. they brought back. His spare sack. And I caught this in the second viewing and I didn't before he mentions the elves in the second, the second time I watch it. Yeah. He goes, Oh, you went there. Something about the, Oh, I'm when he's mad at him, I'm going to chop you guys up and feed you to the elves. He's yelling at the reindeer. And I was like, wait, so there are elves. Cause I was thinking it was just the bag. Santa, Mrs. Claus, the bag makes the presents. Now there's elves in this, uh, you know, story of Santa as well. And then we get the John McClane, you know, chance to get back with the wife that the wife had sent um, Skull Crusher yeah. just in case he needed it. You know, because they knew something, you know, the reindeer came. It's like something there was, was gunshot. Yeah. yeah, the gunshot scared us. And Mrs. Claus sent Skull Crusher, which I was like, I kind of wanted him to use Skull Crusher, yeah. but I'm okay. that I he know, at least- but we are getting a sequel. So hopefully Skull Crusher, you know, can be used. I don't know how you would do a sequel to this at all. This feels like a perfect one shot of a story. Mm -hmm. I I will agree with that. But I'm also like, 
I want to see what they can do. If they pulled I, this off, you know, I want to see what they. Someone can do. said that about Die Hard, and it didn't come out. I yeah. like Die Hard too. Shut up. Not you a good movie. Happened? You remember what happened last time? Were we going to have a saying, repeat of like, last Christmas? Violent Night Two could really go Die Hard Two, and that's not a good direction. You, you, they already <laughs> went Die Hard Two. Mrs. Claus is just stuck on a plane the whole time. It's going to be Violent <laughs> Night with a Vengeance. If they did that now, I'm all on board because if it was Violent Night with a Vengeance, oh, buddy. Sam, Sam Jackson makes get, a cameo. Yep. And John Leguizamo's brother is out for revenge against sure. Santa. Yeah. He's yeah. been waiting an entire year for Christmas to come around. But he's actually German and he goes, We're half brothers. Yes. <laughs> See? I've already Man, if it. they don't go this direction, I'm going to be pissed. 87 North, you have my info. I've been trying to get up with you yeah, guys. Yeah, come on, dude. Interview. How have you not gotten anyone from I'm this production company? Trying my harder, boy. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think they just like, this is that crazy super fan we have for some reason that keeps sending us 100 scripts every week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I get really excited when I watch these. When we these. get done with Neon Maniacs, it's got to go to these guys. That's right. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. You got bumped. I got to do on maniacs first yeah all right guys well let's jump into the fun part of this let's do Wait, the body this, count this, what this wasn't the fun part it's all been oh. yeah i'm gonna make sure i didn't miss anything leave anything for us just bodies body count body count body count body count oh boys i'm oh. very curious oh boys it's a bunch I feel like it's a lot, but it's not over overkill. It's a contained. <laughs> yeah. It's not like dead snow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're not going to be 134 or whatever. No. Now you got me questioning. There's a lot. It's well, six. Have... It's 60. Six, is it six, really? Zero? Six. Zero wow. Is the count. Well, how many? Uh, there must have been more soldiers. There was just a ton of soldiers then. There was a ton of soldiers. There were there was actually a lot of unnamed henchmen. Plus, there's a lot of house the real house help that died. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, we didn't even yeah. talk about my when they my infiltrate. Dude. They just take out everyone but the family. The most yeah. heartbreaking moment in this movie to me, and it happened so damn early, was when Al game. got shot in the head. Man. Yeah. It's like you don't yeah. kill the owl in the movie, who's obviously Al. Al, right? You know that's that's who they're they're naming it after. I wish they would have gotten uh, uh, Reginald Vell Johnson to play that role. I God, think that would have been amazing. That would have been so awesome. Just to just a little mm -hmm. cameo of Al working the front gate. Um, either <laughs> it had to be something with scheduling or something. There's no way someone didn't go. Uh, let's email Reginald. I bet we could get him. Yeah, <laughs> let's get. They're not doing a Family Matters reboot or anything right. like that, you know, so it'll be fine. That's one of my favorite skits of Key and P is the Carl Winslow uh, Reginald arguing with the uh, agent about how Urkel has taken over the show. Oh, yeah. Like Urkel comes out. And he's actually a very dark character. It's super dark. <laughs> oh, my God. It's such a good skit. I love it. He turned Carl into a car, and I wasn't even in the episode. It's just <laughs> so good. 
Uh, so yeah, um, the count I went through was sixty, and honestly, wow. there's there's a lot of carnage in here. He probably kills if you look at the screen of the body cam footage of all the soldiers that are running in there. There's probably fifteen guys just in that one scene because of just all the. Oh yeah, like it's a lot. That's where it's like kill the week's a little tricky. Yep. So from what my research on it, which is the the wiki that has you know like the kills for fandom and stuff and it was 60 so and i'm i'm subtracting they even added uh potential three kills on the flashback where he's a viking and they counted him dying i was like you don't do that stop doing that it doesn't count he got back up (laughs) so all right now now for all the fun we've had now it gets hard killed anyone Yeah. yeah but they were all bad we got to pick our favorite. They were all naughty, story. actually. Yeah, all of them were naughty. Um, hmm. I'm going to give Pete some time. Nate, what is your kill of the week? I think I'm just going to go with the entire ice skating scene with mm-hmm. the ice blades because it's just so cool. And it ends with a great crescendo of an ice skate stuck to a pole between a man's throat. And then the body falls, and then the head. Pretty good. Yeah, it's such a good gag, yeah. and it's God when he's slicing and dicing people up. Like the, my kill of the week is multiple kills. <laughs> <laughs> he he pulls a wrong turn kill. You know when the axe comes through that yeah. head, and the head's still sitting on top of the axe. Very much, I like that one. Pete, what about you, Bubba? It's the first time Santa starts getting that getting his groove back i suppose so the the guy who gets the star in his eyeball and then he turns on the electricity kill it was such a good fight too and even one of my one of the things that made me laugh the most was uh David Harbour is going to try to jump over the pool table. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and he rolls. Oh, that was me. A thousand percent. I think I can. Nope. Can't jump. Yeah, I'm nope. going to roll around it. Oh, that's too hard. Uh, I'm just going to roll right over the pool table. I just pulled a hammy. Nope. Ow. Cramp. Cramp. Yeah. That uh, was, it was. It was such a it was such a crescendo or, or an exclamation point on the end of that fight when he just plugs that in. And I didn't see it like the first time I watched it. I didn't see that it was that the star had was attached to. Yeah, a, I thought it was a separate star, player. you know, just its own thing. So it was a surprise when that guy turns around getting Hulkamania because he's pissed off and in pain. And yeah. He plugs it in <laughs> and his head catches fire. Oh, God. That was... <laughs> and then fan, fan in the smoke. Yeah. Just, the joke just kept going. I also like that Pete said Santa gets his groove back because now I'm picturing a sequel could be like Stella gets her groove back, but <laughs> Santa trying to butter up Mrs. Claus again and just like, you know, baby, I'll, I'll be good this time. I've been away for too long. Well, you can tell I got kids. I immediately went with the Emperor's new groove oh. and I was just like, <laughs> wrong lever. That's, that's where Kronk. I went. <laughs> Kronk. I love Kronk. <laughs> Pull the lever, crunk, crunk lever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I guess that leaves me. Uh, I do have a favorite, but I have, and I'll I'll tell you what, my my favorite is the grenade. That oh, for yeah. Santa to stop and go, I gotta watch, and he turns around and it blows this dude up, all in in camera, in scene, body parts everywhere. I love it. 
But in honor of our what we've done in the past couple of days, a uh, couple of the couple of days for us, but yeah, for the right. past few weeks, my wintertime pick of cliffhanger, I have to honorable mention the reverse cliffhanger in this movie when the guy falls on the stalagmite uh-huh. instead of getting shot uh, yeah, you're right the stalactite <laughs> i was like it's reverse cliffhanger bitch i yeah. love it <laughs> um so that's my honorable mention just because we covered cliffhanger not too long ago so a lot of fun a lot of snow in this one i think i made up for the lack of snow and dead snow you in did you definitely There's- did Santa hits someone with a snowball, damn it. And it's awesome. <laughs> I was waiting for the snowball to explode with Santa magic. Or just go the way that he was compacting the guy. it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, they're going to have some sort of magic gag here. When it didn't happen, I went, oh, he just threw a, a regular snowball. That's that's just funny. Or, on or Santa was being a dick and put a lot of ice in it. Yeah. Nose <laughs> I mean, like it's some it, gravel. School, I was right? worried it was going to be like they were going to do a, a, a take on Elf when Will Ferrell's like throwing he, a He just starts throwing it. Yeah. Snowballs. Really I was like, okay, I'm Got glad like you didn't go that. <laughs> Would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> But I like that they take the sack out of the equation. So now, even as he's getting better, he can't like start pulling, which would be cool if he started pulling out better weapons every time he reached into the but sack. But I like that he has no control over it. That is right. just like, nope, you get yeah. a golf club. You got I, I, lucky. <laughs> I prefer that that take on it as much. But if I was going to go look just fucking insane, I'd have been like, every time he reached in there and he got better, he got a better upgrade, like in a video game. It's like, right. you just unlocked the Gatlin gun of snowballs. All the bad guys out. Oh, this has been so much fun. Let's rate this bad boy. All right, let's start with Pete. Pete, oh. what are you rating yeah, Violent it, Night? I I don't know if there's any flaws in this movie. <laughs> and it's highly entertaining. It's 10. I mean, yes. wow. Yes. <laughs> I, got, I got zero problems with this movie, and it was super fun. I want to see it again. It's a 10. I, I love it. I love the energy. <laughs> yeah. Like, we found an action movie that Pete is just fully is like, amazing. yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> this is, this is, this is speed all over again, man. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> uh, Nate, what about you, bub? Uh, for me, it, it's a nine. My, my really own, like a, <laughs> yeah. Bah, humbug to all of you. Scrooge. That, that is a very high praise because I do not like Christmas movies at all. And the fact that, that you're this not wins wrong. me yeah. over with Christmas spirit and like it's heartwarming oh. and it works. And God damn, is it so much fun. My only problem is just that slight slog of just trying to get Santa to the climax, climactic fight. That's it. And like, I don't know how you fix it either. Like, it That's makes harsh. sense. A whole point. Yeah. 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 I, I thought. I feel like harsh. I explained it, but it's. Fine. Yeah, I know you <laughs> did, but it's just. Yeah, you did good too. Um, stuck at a nine. That's how it's fair. It's so not about you, Christmas. Charlie. Uh, I'm standing tall with my boy Pete. This is a ten, man. Yeah, you two get the match. This is this is now in the rotation for oh, Christmas yeah. movies. This I, is, I feel that. Yeah, yeah, I feel this has earned its badge very quickly. This is probably the one I will start watching right before I watch Die Hard to get me amped for Die Hard. You know, it's just one of those. It's going to be a tradition, man. And honestly, once 
you know, Liam's a little bit older. This will be the, we all get together and watch <laughs> violent night, man. It's just <laughs> so much fun that, um, I have no complaints about it. It gives me everything I want. They nailed the blending of something. No one's tried to really do before. Like to honestly try I know fat man came out first, but fat man went, a little darker, a little more realistic version. I also remember, like, well, like I said, I fell asleep. But I remember just like, there's no action happening, and then I fell asleep. It takes it takes a little bit, but it was it's more of a draw. I don't want to say drama. It's not as much action as this for sure, but I do enjoy Fat Man. But this one, I have. I'm with Pete. There's no flaws to it. I just nothing I would change. I want more and oh it left me wanting more for sure Mm -hmm. this i I never felt like this movie was way too long i really think this one hits the i want to say i got it pulled up here on imdb it's it's an hour 52 and it didn't feel like it it didn't i know i've i've been complaining about long dragon movies lately and this one is actually an hour 50 and it doesn't goes yeah Yeah. There's like, not a moment like where I pause it where I'm just like, oh, how much longer? No. Yeah. Now, unlike a certain movie that we covered for Thanksgiving, where it's part two, and I'm like, my God, why won't this just end? <laughs> and it's only an hour and 20 minutes, and it still won't end. And this is, you know, 40 minutes longer and far more entertaining, and I don't care. Right. Well, I'm just going to remind you, you you picked all that. Yeah. That, yeah. That all Trust falls me. on you. I want to punch myself in the dick. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> you got to make it so painful. I deserve it. All right. Well, <laughs> for as much as we love this, Nate, do you have uh, do a, a Scroogey review? Oh, do I ever? Oh. I'm the trash man. I come out, I throw trash all over, all over the ring. And then I start eating garbage. And then I pick up the trash can and I smash the guy on the head. Oh, that's going to be a disaster. Now, let me say, usually there are sometimes we do movies that we thoroughly enjoy and I can't find a one star review and I have to go to some other sites and stuff and find one. I got to dig one up. Yeah. And I thought for sure, I was like, oh, there's not going to be a single bad review for this. There is a plethora of bad reviews for this movie from the oh, people, wow. even though. It seems to be on the same theme as this one. So here we go. This comes from R. Riley 9945, who reviewed this in March of 2023, gave it one out of 10 and said Chris Kringle as Rambo. I am not sure how many times I'm allowed to use the word awful in an IMDb review. The script was awful. The acting was awful. The music was awful. I popped the DVD in. Thankfully, I took this out of the library. I didn't pay to see in the movies, nor spend cash to stream it. Word was out there that it was violent. For about two hours, I watched Santa act like Rambo. In the beginning of the movie, old Chris is a burnout, sitting in a saloon, drowning his liquor. About 20 minutes later, he turns into a killing machine, wiping out one after another. No matter what gets thrown at Santa, he is impervious. Stab him, beat him, shoot him. He just keeps coming back. Attempts at humor were half-baked. The sentimentally belonged in another movie. The number of movies ripped off, I lost count. A complete waste of time. Ho, ho, ho. This is a person that did not understand what they were watching. And so many of the bad reviews are just people that did not understand what this movie was 
achieving. I want to shove a lump of coal up that dude's ass. Mm-hmm. I I hate this this Porsche. That's yeah, a, that's <laughs> turns out there are a lot of people that are not uh fans of violent Santa. <laughs> then they have no business even to write it. Which like, is funny because this just, movie got great reviews and was a hit. Like it, yeah, this movie it did made great. money. At, yeah, at the box office. Why we're getting the sequel? Like you it's got, just comical that like. They're a vocal minority is the best way to put it, because obviously we enjoyed this. The movie did great. Like, yeah, this this hit everything. Someone who loves action movies loves. This is truly give me back my action movies. Agreed. That is this. This movie is pretty close to being the poster child for the podcast. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like this one nails. And I had again, 87 North is the the second coming of action pretty much oh it, because, yeah definitely because i have said that with like nobody i adore that movie it felt like old school gritty Just having stuntmen make being directors and crazy get the evolved. people that understand yep. the what that's they're what making they do it just it makes sense that's why uh, day shift works so well on netflix because it was made by stuntmen like day, day and when you so have stunt good. people that do action like you get uh sisu which is yes, you know, amazing and beautiful. Which is, still blows was... me away that 87 North wasn't involved with that one. Yeah. You know, it's like that totally felt like it, but that means there's now influence. Now there's people that are like, oh, there are fans out here of this, not the vocal minority that shit on movies that are actually good. You, yeah. and, but they're the first to bitch about there's nothing good. I like to Hollywood. think those stuff no like movies. this is why we got John Woo back for Silent Night. Like, I cannot wait. I, it should be out by the time we're talking about this and you're hearing it. But as of us recording, it's not out yet. And I am thoroughly looking forward to watching that movie. It's it, it has a high bar to reach with Violent Night. But if there's anyone out there that can do it, it's John Woo with Joel Kinnaman in the movie. Yeah, I was going to say, mm-hmm. with Joel Kinnaman. That's I, a selling point. Joel Kinnaman is one of my favorite newer actors out there right now. Um, I g- give him shit for being in the RoboCop reboot. That wasn't his fault. He made a no. great Alec Murphy. Period. I thought I bought him as that. He was my biggest selling point. He just he wasn't used correctly. But him being Flag in the Suicide Squad movies, yeah. my good. favorite character in those, flat out. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, it's good. I'm sure I'll put something up in the group about it. And speaking of the group, if you want to follow along this holiday season, as we count down to Christmas, because this is what went uh, as of this releasing Christmas is next week, boys, next Monday, yeah. something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, the Merry Christmas, out. everyone. And <laughs> even though we haven't had Turkey stuff. yet. So yeah. it's, it's no, totally no, weird. Me, I was mad watching this in November before it's, Turkey day. I was like, this is stupid. It's sin in this household to start observing Christmas before Thanksgiving, but yeah, uh, but there's no better movie it, than we this felt like though. putting out Christmas decorations while there's still Halloween decorations out. And I'm not happy about that. No, all right? I'm still, that keeps, getting halloween decorations out keeps getting smaller and smaller every year it's like fourth of july boom halloween boom as soon as halloween's not even done yet and there's christmas ones out it's bullshit got to halloween yet christmas has already taken over so that's what it felt like watching this movie before thanksgiving and if you want to keep ranting with us you can check us out over at give me back my action movies the podcast group give me back my 
Horror Movies, the podcast group. Both of those are on Facebook. We are on Instagram under both of those titles. We are on X. We're on Threads. We're on TikTok. We're on YouTube. You can even email us a Merry Christmas yeah. greeting at gmbmampod at gmail.com. Haven't busted one of those out. Thought I'd throw a little little spice into it tonight. Um Please go check out Bucket of Chum. We got their commercial yeah. out there. It's a great show, a lot of fun, bad shark movies. Uh, go rate him over on Spotify, same as us. Five stars, Apple, everything. So, boys, we're almost there. We did it. We got one Ooh. more for December that uh, it's not Christmas, but there's snow, which follows our thing. We're doing Troll Hunter. Um, we've decided, and th- this is something we've noticed over the past couple of years, as soon as December 25th rolls around, no one wants to listen to a Christmas podcast anymore. They don't want a Christmas episode. So we decided it's, we're going to go right back to just, it just has to have snow in it. Yeah. Yep. After and this episode, Christmas is over. Yeah. This is our Christmas episode. Download the shit out of it now because after December 25th, no one's going to download it anymore. I don't care if you don't download this after December 25th. Do not care <laughs> one bit. Be like, yep, I get it. I get it. Uh, You're over so, it just as much as I am. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, Troll Hunter next week, which is going to be a lot of fun and a little peek behind the curtain. We're recording that here in about an hour. So, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun uh, just so we can take a break. And we're still kind of keeping our first of the year movie under wraps just a little bit longer. I'll let Nate decide if we're announcing that. It'll get revealed in Troll Hunter. Don't worry, everyone. Okay. Uh, okay. Wanted to make sure we're, we're prepped for it. But trust me, we're starting off 2024 with a huge blockbustery bang. So, all right, gentlemen, you ready to go stuff our stockings? I am. So what's the good word, Charlie? Jean-Claude Van Dipshit over here. (laughs) (laughs) That's a real good one. Hey guys, it yeah. just hit me like, so you know how ever since we took down the defenses and there's no more gunshots and no more like beeps and bloops, you know, when certain words are said and, right. you know, we used to be confined to a PG-13 rating before we decided to grow up and, you know, we were allowed to go see R-rated <laughs> movies by ourselves now. Um, right. we, we can we can say the diehard catchphrase now. Oh, you're oh, right. Yeah. We've. Ah, we've yeah, never buddy. done it yeah like we've it's, it's always you know it's basically been like a live free or die hard where like the gunshot happens and you're <laughs> like oh that's not what i wanted like why'd you make die hard pg-13 please stop doing this um that was us and now we're we got our big boy pants on and uh i, I feel like because it's christmas like maybe we should you know do the thing let's well then let's do it oh we do it all together on the count of three yeah yeah three. Uh, on three or after three <laughs> oh, damn it, well damn done. it, Riggs. Well <laughs> Another Christmas movie. All right. On three. One, two, three. Yippee, Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. motherfucker. Well, we really, 
did that well. <laughs>